Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs. Or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Welcome to an HBO podcast from the HBO Late Night series, Real Time with Bill Maher. Good Thank you. So great to be back here. <laughs> Thank you, folks. Great to be back. I love you, too. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> it's great to be back here in our normal time slot at Friday night in our normal studio. Uh, we were uh, covering the convention the last two nights. If you were watching the convention last night, you're probably watching uh, now from your panic room. <laughs> if, did you see... <laughs> Wow. Did you see Donald Trump's speech? If that speech was any darker, it would be shot by the police. (laughs) It made me nostalgic for the lighthearted remarks of Rudy Giuliani. He used the word violence a dozen times, murder half a dozen times, and that was just the part about Ted Cruz. I tell you, it was a... Oh, it was a rough speech. And uh, another another plagiarism scandal. Yeah, oh, yeah. Now, it turns out Trump stole his speech, too, from a Saw movie. <laughs> partly from a Saw movie and partly from Glenn Beck having a breakdown. He put those together. And if you didn't see it, to recap, okay, it's morning in America where the walls are streaked with blood. Uh... <laughs> We're, we're a shining city on a hill, which is where we will make our last stand against the zombies. <laughs> and ISIS and illegal immigrants are coming to kill us all. Unfortunately, there's no one to save us because Hillary wiped out the police with her email. So that's, <laughs> that's pretty much the state of America. Oh, yes, it's bleak out there. Bleak. Oh. And who could save us? Who? 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 Is there one man... Who got, oh, that's right, Donald Trump. That's right. In fact, we have a, we have a picture of his new campaign poster. <laughs> so that's. <laughs> now we have had thirty years to get used to Donald Trump's ego. Even I was not ready when he started to tick off every awful thing that's going on in the world, and then said the words, "I alone can fix it." Move over, Jesus. There's a new savior in town. That's right. Only he. Only Donald Trump can stop Mexicans from raping us and setting our corpses on fire. Really? 
I can't even get the valet Parker guys to stop changing the radio station. I, I, I don't know if... <laughs> no, Donald Trump said the crime and violence that afflicts our nation will soon come to an end. January 20th, 2017, safety will be restored. Oh, fuck, he thinks he's Batman now. <laughs> he's he's going <laughs> to restore safety, vanquish crime, and end violence. And then he's going to capture all the Pokemon. So it's going to really, <laughs> really work out well for everyone. Now, as to the question of how he's going to do all this, do not question Zod. <laughs> Zero specifics. Not the slightest hint of how he's going to fix anything. Nothing. Even James Bond villains, when they tie you up, tell you their plan a little. <laughs> but... <laughs> But that's Donald Trump. You know, he's a doer, not a talker. Any politician can talk about unemployment. He actually showed us Scott Baio. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, of course, luckily for him, his daughter Ivanka, you saw that last, she came on before him to soften his image. She said her father was colorblind and gender-neutral. Well, that explains his makeup. Now, what about... <laughs> What about policy? But, okay. But I do have news. Uh, about an hour ago, we found out Hillary has picked Tim Kaine as her vice presidential candidate. <laughs> exactly. The only man who could possibly match the raw animal magnetism of Mike Pence. No, actually, Tim Kaine, a smart choice, a lot of experience, helps her win Virginia, and most importantly, knows how to set up an email server. Okay, we got a great show. Jack Kingston, Anna Marie Cox, and Ian Bremmer are here. And a little later, we'll be sticking with the lovely and talented America Ferrara. But first up, he is the co-author of The Field of Fight, How We Can Win the Global War Against Radical Islam and Its Allies, who spoke at the GOP convention on Monday. Please welcome General Michael T. Flynn. General, how are you, sir? Hi, thanks so much. Flashing the peace sign. <laughs> wow. That's, Why am uh, I here? I was gonna... <laughs> because you're a general. You face much worse than this. Oh, my God. You think. <laughs> now, we agree on some things, but I saw you at the convention. It's good to see you smiling because you gave a pretty rough speech there where when people started to say, lock her up about Hillary, you, mm. you encouraged that. You don't really think Hillary deserves to be locked I, up. Do yeah, you? that's a slogan of frustration. That's okay. what it is. It's there really a go. slogan of frustration. Okay, now the convention's I, yeah. over. We find out what these things are. They're just yeah. frustrations. Uh, uh, but. I mean, you know, when it comes to reckless, I hear that said about Hillary. Yeah. It seems to me that Donald Trump, really, if, you're, if what you're worried about is reckless, don't you think he's more reckless? Yeah, I think that my, my uh, experiences with Donald Trump has been great. And, and honestly, I have uh, been, been uh, with him for probably a little bit less than a year now. With him? When, when I first met him, yeah, well... No, no. You're quick. You're quick. That's not what I... I that's not even what I meant. I just yeah. meant with him. You, Advi you I've been advising. I've been advising oh, you him for about okay. a year. And, so when he uh, says the yeah. generals, I see on TV. That's yeah. he's talking about you. That's right. Okay. One of them. That's right. right. One of them. So, but but I don't, I don't understand how a military man and you have impeccable credentials. You've served our Thanks. country honorably, bravely. We thank you for that. I sure do. Um, 
I don't understand what the attraction is with Donald Trump. He said he was going to give money to veterans groups, and he didn't. It was a scam. He uh, said John McCain wasn't a war hero. Uh, you know, he's... He, he's uh... Yeah, when I first met Donald Trump, the first time I met him, I went, I went up to his uh, office in New York, and I sat down with him, and I said, first question, I said, are you serious? And then we had a, about an hour and a half conversation at that point in time, and he was great. And uh, the one thing that I walked away from there with was this is a guy who could do far more things than, than dive into the political cesspool that we have right now. And, and frankly, uh, he, he has taken on an unbelievable task to try to really fix things from, from the perspective of, of what our government's, you know, been doing. I don't see the specifics. I mean, I think he's promising something he can't deliver. He's going to end violence. I mean, let's talk about what happened in Munich today. Yeah, yeah. Horrible terrorist it's activity terrible. again. We don't have all the information. I just saw before I came right. out here, it was apparently a German person who also had... Uh, he's an Ara yeah, Iranian, Iranian with a German passport. Yeah, okay. very interesting Right. You know, okay. Situation. Now, it could, it could be anyone. It's probably Islamic terrorists. I think you and I agree on something. Yeah that the administration, the current administration, doesn't do, yeah. which is put Islamic terrorism in its own category. Yeah, I, I mean, mean... There's all kinds of bad shit in the world, but right. I think we agree Islamic terrorism deserves its own category. Yeah, one of the things that I've been arguing is that, and for many years, inside the government and then now, is the uh, idea that is Islam and, and radical Islamists, that this is a political ideology. People argue that it's a religion. This is a political ideology. It's that both, masked, sir. It's, it's both. It masks itself behind a religion. I mean, when you really look at it, and, and one of the things that well, I talk about that's is... That's one, one reason why religion is awful. It justifies terrible in, in, deeds. In, in this case, in this case, yeah, yeah. In, in this case, you're, talk, you're, you're right when you're talking about this particular one because there is a disease inside of this, this you know, Islamic body. Right. It's like cancer, and it has metastasized. And, uh, and if they don't fix it, we're going to have bigger problems. I mean, we're going to have serious, serious and, problems. And, you know, I've taken a lot of booing from liberals over sure. the years on this issue. Um, so have I. Not as brave as you. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, when I saw at the convention, yeah. the, when Trump mentioned LGBT. Q. LGBTQ. <laughs> right. What is the Q? I don't think people even understand what Q means. It's what? Questionable. Like Questioning. I, I don't like, think that should even be its own category. Well, I mean, I, I kind of question myself really? today when I got up. I mean, it's yeah. like LGBTQ, whether or not I was... Why yeah. was I coming on the show? <laughs> You're right. About that, <laughs> yes. Well, I'll but, tell but, you what. But it's just, I mean, that's a serious thing, and I think that that's... It's so important that he said that, and he recognized that, you know, in, in talking about Orlando and the attack on Orlando, because this culture of radical Islamism absolutely hates that but, sort of aspect okay. of life, and, and we, we can't have that. But here's my, here's, here's my point. I think every country in the world has a Tea Party. Now, you and I would disagree sure. about the, what the Tea Party is. I would say they're the most conservative. Let's, that's charitable. I think they're knuckle-draggers, but okay. <laughs> uh, and certainly in that hall yeah. are the, are the tea, teaest of the Tea Party yeah. types. I don't drink Blood, tea. Okay. You know? I do. <laughs> you, you wouldn't like the kind I drink. Uh, uh, but a more bloodthirsty, less empathetic group of yeah. people you can't find in the world. Yeah. And even they, when Trump said he would protect LGBT people, and these are a lot of Christians who think gay is a sin, True. they cheered. We should protect. Even. This does not happen 
in a lot of parts of the Muslim world. The not idea that you would protect yeah. gay people, yeah. that well, would not I, go know, over so well. Of, and I that mean, is the difference between our cultures. And it's important it's that we seriously do recognize right. the difference. It's seriously different. I, you know, one of the things that we, when we started to really capture uh, members of al-Qaeda in Iraq in, uh, in the 2004-2005 time frame. We were capturing a lot of their media that they had. And some of their media, in fact, most of it, about 80 percent, and I write about this in the book, had, had all kinds of pornography. I mean, these guys are about as, as sadistic and sick as you can imagine. When you start thinking about them screaming about their religion, quote-unquote their religion, or this crazy ideology, Yet they, what they do to women, what they do to, to boys and girls, that's young boys and girls, it. it's it's yeah. it's sickening, and that's it's, why, from and from my perspective, what I like to do is I like to, I actually would prefer that we capture these guys and expose their failures. I mean, have expose them to the world stage. The more we, you know, we go after them with with some of the lousy strategy that we have right now and kill these guys. I mean, we we need to get them, expose them to the world, to let them argue, you know. I mean, to all of us to say, here's why we think we're, we're better than you are, because this, this is a religion of but, people. But, but here's where we differ. Yeah. Donald Trump's proposal for this, to ban all Muslims. Are you on the board with that? Yeah, he's not saying ban all Muslims. He I mean, is? No, he's not. He's not saying ban all Muslims. Really? No, he's not. I must he, be getting he's, a bad he's talking translation. About, well, for, <laughs> first of all, yeah. Well, for, he did. He's, he's, we well, got to figure for, it out. First like, of all, we figured it out. Yeah, first it's of all, a mystery. this president, the, our current president, wants to bring 100,000 refugees from Syria, Afghanistan, and Iraq into our country. Now... Yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm not with them on uh, that. Yeah. Unless we're talking about I women, mean, women and children are different. And, it's the and, men yeah, that's who right. are the problem. That's right. I mean, so there, so like now, so now, so now, what we have to do though is we have to figure out one where they're coming from, what you know, what's their background. We have to make sure we understand who these people are, who these it, guys it are. It doesn't matter. Because no, it's it matters, a it matters a lot. It matters a lot. I mean, doesn't. last week, only you a couple of days ago, an when, Afghan that went into. Uh, from Afghanistan, went into Germany, took an axe on a, on a train sure. and axed 17 people. Four of those people were a mother and a father and their, and their uh, two children going out on a holiday, and here he is hitting them with an axe. So, I mean, this is an Afghan refugee that came into Germany. And there is no vetting. Uh, there was Trump no vetting. talks about extreme vetting. No, they don't. There's they, no vetting in the world that will tell you that this well, is the person who's going to do that. So, so I think we have to... You clean the country of all Muslims... Or you live with some of this, some yeah. people. But I don't think in America we'd have to worry about yeah, but they that. They didn't even like have this guy on their, on their radar screen. They didn't even have him on their radar, uh, radar screen. So, I mean, I, I think that we have to just do a better job of bringing these people. I, I'm not going to sit here and tell you that we are. We have, I mean, we're a nation of immigrants. Come on. So uh, I just think that we have to do a better job. We definitely we have to be more clear to the American public about what radical Islamist is, what that right. means. And okay. one of the reasons why I wrote this book was because our current government, our president, I mean, the president, you know, a couple of weeks ago, less than a couple of weeks ago, said, what difference does it make what we call this thing? I mean, it makes all the difference in the world. And when he says that, all that does is that confuses the American public. It confuses all of us yeah. who don't understand it. Okay. Well, thank you. I'm glad you're ready for Hillary. <laughs> <laughs> General Flynn, everybody. Thank you, sir. I appreciate right. you coming on. Thanks Let's so meet lot. our panel. <laughs> Don't know if I convince him about everything. He is the president of the Eurasia Group. Back with us is Ian Bremmer. Hey, Ian. Great to see you. 
He is the senior political correspondent for MTV News and columnist for New York Times Magazine. Anna Marie Cox back with us. Hi, Anna. And one of my old favorite guests, the former Republican representative from Georgia, Jack Kingston, back over here. How are you, Jack? Great to be here. Don't forget, we've got our Democratic National Convention coverage starting next Wednesday. That's right, next week we're also on Wednesday and Thursday, so join us for that. No overtime uh, tonight, because I have to get to Vegas to do a show tonight. How that's going to happen, I don't know. All right, so <laughs> uh, for the Trump campaign, this Munich attack today had to be good news. I'm not saying they were rooting for it. I'm just saying last night he gave a speech about how the world's coming apart, everything's so violent. This, I've been saying this for a long time. This is how Trump gets elected. Oh, yeah. Terrorism, it scares people. What should be the Democratic response to this? Well, I mean, I hope the Democratic response to this, I mean, is you have to you have to acknowledge how horrible this is. You have to acknowledge that, that it is a problem. Well, but no you know one disagrees that it's not right. I mean, but you that's, but I think the nothing. only thing that Hillary really needs to do in the run-up here is actually just be the adult in the room and be the non-chaos candidate. I mean, right now Donald is Trump is sort of the candidate of chaos. Like he is depicting a world around us that's dystopian and scary. No, he's, he's presenting himself as a candidate who's gonna stop chaos. Right. Well he's the candidate that will stop the chaos. Right. But he's but, the he 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 brings up an image of a world in chaos. And actually, we are not a world in chaos. I mean, the number, he was talking about violence in the streets last night. There were less than 8,000 people in the in United States killed uh, by homicide. Yeah, you know that. People don't know that. You know how many people they, what, they, by what they see on TV you know is this shit, like, almost every week. The world is certainly more chaotic. Yeah, There's it no is question absolutely about that. There's more There's a chaotic. lot more inequality in the United States than there was. There are a lot more people that feel like they have no alternative but to vote for something that's completely different. That's why we saw Brexit. Frankly, that's why we're seeing all of the rise of populism across Europe, and that's why we're seeing the increase of terrorism. Now, the Europeans are getting it a lot worse than the Americans are, but if you really want to respond, you know, you talked to General Flynn just now. Last night, I was there too, Trump was saying, um, we're now, now it's not from Muslim countries, but we're not going to accept any, anyone coming over from countries that aren't able to handle the terrorist problem. So, so apparently that now means Germany. Right. Germany, means France, France. No, Brussels. It was there people who were compromised. I, I really think that, that Trump critics are putting too much in the wordsmithing on that. I think the reality is that what he's talking about is... <laughs> are, are, you on, are you on the Trump train? <laughs> I am on the Trump train you and proud are. of it. Wow, yes. I'm surprised. Well, originally I wasn't, but uh, he's our nominee, and I do think there is a degree of chaos in the world that has been caused by the Secretary of State. Um, <laughs> but he's presenting himself as a candidate you know, who can solve this chaos, but he is reckless. I mean, you but, were talking about well, that. Can I, can but, I... but think about this a minute. Think about this. Here's what happens when you have a terrorist attack, whether it's in Paris or San Bernardino or Nice or wherever. It's always the Democrats. We need calm. We need to call for calm. And then we need to find out more about it. And the week goes by, and you know, how many of these calm times do we have to have? There's no calmness. Well, I, it's it's I, more me, terrorist attack. Me, and it's because ISIS wasn't there when Hillary Clinton became Secretary of State. Oh, came under of her. Of course watch. they were. They're just a different. Oh, sh Jack, stop. They're a lot more yeah. organized. Such than a on stupid no, 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 no. You know what? Let me let me play a little audio. This is. The Nice attack was what? Last week? There's one every week. It's so hard week. to keep uh, in mind. But, uh, that's let me the Obama world. Yeah, that's right. He's the guy who started that. That's right. Before Obama came <laughs> along, <laughs> there was no, no, no problem, with, no problem with, with terrorism. Obama. Right. Right. Yeah, thank the, God George Bush kept the, us safe, no. except that one right. day. The, the acceleration. All right. 
You know what? Let me play this. Let me play this because I want to make this point. Here is Hillary responding to Nice, and then I want to play Donald Trump responding. This is surely to show you the political response. And it reminds us very uh, vividly and tragically that we have to stand with our allies and not abandon them, and we need to strengthen our alliances, including with NATO. Where's Trump? Where's the president? If you look at it, this is war coming from all different parts. And frankly, it's war, and we're dealing with people without uniforms. Yeah, Trump, that's Trump, how you lose the election. Trump thinks that because NATO, her response, we have to, no, it, it, and him, it's war, Wait, and that's NATO, how is that NATO is obsolete, um, and that we should not be continuing to support an organization that isn't fit for purpose in the world. Hillary Clinton's perspective is: this is the institution we have. We have to display leadership. We've committed to our allies, and we have to be with them. Those two worldviews are radically different from each other. Now, right. I may agree with one; you may agree with the other. But what's interesting well, is Trump clearly is playing into a, a large populist wave that is saying, "Why are we doing?" The, vo- the voters know what it is. The voters definitely don't like the idea of Americans continue to pay for lots of stuff outside the country. That's you why know, America First plays and, for him. Right. And, 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 I don't and, like it. I don't like that. I don't like that either. I don't think we should have 50,000 troops in Germany. Hitler, (laughs) we got him. (laughs) But Uh, I mean, it's funny, actually... They they didn't really save his brain, you know? We we, we don't really need to... But but, but I think, I mean, if if you think about Hillary, and it's always the same speech, we got to sit with our allies, well, who has been Secretary of State? Who has been in the White House? Why is this not coming together? NATO does not... uh, deal with terrorism. That's not in the charter, and that's why they need to go go back and and, uh, revise things. There was an attack in Cologne, Germany, uh, many attacks in Cologne and a few other cities uh, on New Year's Eve, and it came out last week that it was way broader than we thought, and uh, the German federal police said there is a connection between the emergence of this phenomenon and the rapid migration of 2015. So it's easy to say Islamophobia. It's easy to say, oh, you're being xenophobic, you're racist. But I think the people all over the world who are facing this uh, deserve a little better than that. I mean, there is a clash of cultures here. Uh, There is a reason why those attacks happened, because we do not have the same values as some of these people coming over from the Middle East. That's just the truth. Well, just, and, and especially is... about women. And I don't understand why liberals in this country don't get behind that. They're, they're one of the key planks of liberalism is women should right. be treated equally. Which is rather why I'd rather live here than in the Middle East. But you have, to, you have to argue, I guess the debate is whether or not you think that the ideology, the Islamophobic, Islamic ideology, this anti-women, anti-gay ideology can withstand exposure to the liberty of the United States. Like, I don't think it can. Like, I think our liberty, our argument for liberty and our argument for rights wins when people are exposed to it, wins when people live in a free society. So I think being exposed to the wonderful, you know, culture we With have some. here, most, uh, I would argue, I most, I, but, but it's because not it's like, most of it, it's most, most Muslims also, are you, not committing you, terrorism. Most Muslims. But you know what? It wins and it doesn't at the same time. That's the stuff that goes on with terrorists. They, they enjoy America, but... They also feel kind of guilty and, about but, it. But remember also, when you're talking about that Syria is one of the oldest civilizations in the entire world, and it's not like, well, suddenly they need America. These countries, many of them, have devolved backwards because of the instability of the Middle East, and ISIS has appeared because of that. And you know what, Bill? You're right. 
They were there out in different forms, but now they're regrouped and they're more organized than ever. And open your borders without filtering, well, who actually is coming in and who isn't, that's an irresponsible policy. Let's be clear, they're not coming to the United States or Canada. They're overwhelmingly coming to Europe and even more sure. so to Turkey and the Middle East. And, and the fact is that those countries, can't, they are not disposed to integrate. The United States does a better job over time actually bringing these people into the fabric of society. In places like France, in, in Belgium, they're living in slums, they're not integrating. And furthermore, the police can't get inside those groups. They can't figure right. out who's a potential radical. And that's, as a consequence, right. and really you know, like, leaving and I live in Minneapolis, where actually it's, a it's, it's one of the places where you get some Syrian refugees. And you know who's hosting those people? Evangelical Christians. And they're hosting them and they're showing them this country and we have like a great crossover. That'll, that'll screw yeah. them up pretty bad. <laughs> Our country is not but there, safe. You know, like, I but, mean, it's, it's, it's... But, okay, but, you know, there's three million Muslims in America and I don't think that's where the problem is. Right. There's a billion and a half in the world. Right. Now, I was in Munich and I think Vienna about five years ago and especially in Vienna, you'd see a lot in the summer anyway, a lot of Muslim women walking down the street in the full black ensemble, just covered head to toe which I think is sick to begin with. I don't, don't tell me that's their culture. That's fucking sick to cover a woman like that. <laughs> and I... And really, you don't think so? I, I, I mean, I, mean I, I have a trouble like, sort of making a statement about each individual to cover choice. A if, it's human not a choice being, if it's not a choice, a it's, if it's not a choice, it's sick. Well, but it's, if it's a it's, choice, it's brainwashing. But you know, you know, Is women a, actually well, did have a choice in Afghanistan in the 1970s, 1980s, and when Talib, the Taliban yeah. came over, it, they okay. they imposed. My point is, you'd see that. all these women right. with the total black thing on, and then you'd see a, a you know a, a Viennese woman in a sundress because, you know, it's a it's a minority. The the, the right. people in the burqas. Right. If 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 the if they were 51 percent of the population. If Muslims are 51% of the population, do you think the person in the sundress would be allowed to wear that? Because my problem yeah. with Islam is that the moderates don't win. We had the Arab Spring. They didn't win. They didn't win, uh, except with our help. Yeah, Tunisia, those. lots of places. Right, I mean, you're so, describing a dystopia, and that's, that sounds horrible, but that's not what exists. Like, they aren't 51% of the population. Like, those people in the Burkas, they aren't. Well, they aren't. But I'm but, saying but, if but they it really were. Is the but it's, I don't think that's built. going to happen. You know, if you look at... Well, not tomorrow. But, but if you look at Bangladesh or you look at Indonesia, these are Islamic countries, and they do not have that kind of oppression that is growing in the Middle East. Bangladesh? Yeah. They're killing bloggers left and right. No, are it, you kidding? The, but certainly, they, the they point is that Islam comes in different manifestations. Yes. Radical Islam. But, but, but immigrants, historically, one of the things that helped really integrate these people in the United States is that we actually needed the labor, right? And increasingly, that is an open question. In Germany, you think they need the labor, and yet the people coming from Syria don't have the education. And with automation, AI, and all the rest, I'm they're just, saying they're I'm not needed. Saying there is a if civil, there's no space, it becomes a serious There is problem. a civil war going on in this culture. We should stand with the people who want to live in the 21st century, not the ones who want to live in the 7th. Okay, so... As long as I'm, uh, as long as I'm shitting on religion, um, let me just say I think the Republican Party has a massive savior complex because what Donald Trump was saying last night, only people who are very religious would fall for that. That I alone can handle all the problems. 
because I am. It sounded like Jesus was coming back to Earth. Well, is, yeah, this is you're the Cheeto Jesus theory, the circus peanut messiah. Cheeto Jesus. Yeah. I have not heard um, of that. But I actually, I mean, for one thing, I mean, if you met a Unitarian, like I don't think they would. They're not very disposed to authoritarian regimes. How but, many? How many? But, but I'm going to say, like, I actually also think the main problem with that theory is that he that that implies some kind of spiritual component to his appeal, and there's not one. No, I'm saying. I mean, he, who he's incredibly. In people who believe in magical thinking. People who who don't apply critical thinking as religious people don't. Well, do you think any? Bill, I mean, do you think that's are, a problem for only religious Americans? Do you think they're, they're only religious more, Americans? Yes, Bill. I, I, re I, I think remember when, when you believe in a savior, uh, then it's a but lot Bill, easier. What, about, what about the coronation of Barack Obama in the Denver Stadium? The coronation? Yes, when he ascended he into power and accepted his nomination of the party. He, he never he, said that his he, slogan he, was "Yes, we can." He goes to not, a football, he goes to a football stadium. If, if, if he I ever, mean, that, that is Jack, a messiah complex. Obama never said, I, I think, alone right. can solve this. If he did, your head would have been exploded. I, I think he had all of his fun and people. Really? You know what? This is what... This that is what doesn't alone. bother you, a man saying, I alone can fix this? I think this? what he was saying is, look, the system That's is That's what rigged. he said. What do you mean? Big business and big government have stacked, stacked the know, odds <laughs> against oh, the oh middle God. class guy. You know what? I hear this a lot. Obama said... Drank no, the it was, Obama was I, the I, antithesis. I, I, Obama said you didn't build that. I'm going to share something with you. You didn't build that is exactly the opposite of, I'm your only hope. But I, right. but I don't think that oh, that Trump is fundamentally appealing to the religious. No. I think that, or even magical no. thinking. I think he's fundamentally appealing to the people to think that there is no option in Washington, right. or among CEOs, or among the media, or among any politicians for them. It's very similar to the Brexit conversation in Europe. It's Palestinians with the rock. It's Except not going to accomplish anything. And and Trump and isn't also... going to fix it, his, but he right. is going to get rid of the bums. Really, really rooted in like personal safety in the immediate environment. Right. Yes. Like, it's not about any kind of spiritual or value-based, you know, uh, analysis of what's going on. It's just a completely dystopian view of the world based on, you know, well, the purge. It's, it's presenting and, a bunch of bullshit yeah. and then saying, I'm the antidote to this bullshit we just created. Yeah, exactly. I, yeah. Mean, I mean, some of the lies... You, you know, things like Hillary is going to is for the repeal of the Second right. Amendment. That's right. just a flat-out lie. It doesn't bother you when they just lie like that? When, what, what Democrat has ever come out for the repeal of the Second Amendment? Well, there are a number of them in Congress who... who come out for the repeal of the Second Amendment? I've never heard that. Um, I'm very the repeal anti -gun. of the Second Amendment. They aren't. <laughs> like when they say, yeah. oh, the, the, the Democrats, they're atheists. They're not atheists. I'm an atheist. Yes, this, exactly. is this is where you, he's what, tapping into, were. though. Yeah. This is where he's tapping into. He says that the trade agreements are broken. This is the same appeal Bernie Sanders had. Right. He says that the war in the Middle East was a mistake. Hillary Clinton embraced the war in the right. Middle East. He says that I am funding my own campaign. I cannot be bought and sold. Hillary Clinton is bought and sold. I mean, the Clinton Foundation receiving okay. millions and yeah, millions right. of dollars right. while she was Secretary okay. of State. All right. That, Speaking that of, should bother everybody. It so does. Um, <laughs> I, 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 I can barely go on. I can tell, like Bill, I can tell I'm moving here, brother. Okay. Yeah. All right. You're going to like this because we have been having some fun with this. 25 things you don't know about me. Hillary did this in Us magazine in April. So we've done a bunch of the other candidates and we thought we would circle back because this is her big week coming up to 25 more things <laughs> you don't know about me. Hillary Clinton, things like my Secret Service name is Nutcracker. <laughs> it takes me 72 hours to be spontaneous. 
Like a lot of liberal-minded girls, when I was in college, I briefly experimented with heterosexuality. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, have a sense of humor. <laughs> <laughs> I have a bumper sticker that says, my other car is whatever you drive. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised that nobody has noticed that I've switched from pantsuits to spacesuits. <laughs> I have a really funny story about the time Bill mistook the hot sauce in my purse for lube. <laughs> People who claim I killed Vince Foster have no proof, do they? <laughs> when I... <laughs> I'm with you, Jack. Uh, what I lack in political skills, I make up for with an insane cackle that makes you want to blow your head off. My nicknames for my boobs are Goldman and Sachs. I want to spend more time with my grandchildren, but they can't afford my speaking fee. Uh, all right, she is an activist and actress who stars in NBC's Superstore starting its second season on September 22nd. America Ferrara. Hey. What a great pleasure to meet you. How you doing? Likewise, I'm Sit right good. down there. Okay, America. Now, you are a surrogate for Hillary Clinton. That's what right. What is a surrogate? I know what a supporter is, but I'm not sure what a surrogate is. Well, um, I'm a supporter, and I just travel the country into different cities and, and just talk about why I support Hillary. And, and you were with her from the beginning. I mean, you're not like, oh, I was for this guy and this guy and now it's Hillary. You, 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 this is your girl. Yeah, I was out campaigning in 2008 as well. So you watched the Republican convention? I sure it did. It must have been yeah. hard to well, watch Well, I listened that. and I could only take it in like small doses. I am the same way. It, yeah. it was hard to take. Uh, but would you care to offer a, a rebuttal to the people at the convention who, who said that she should be locked up how much time do we have? <laughs> um, Plenty. You know, what I came away with was, first and foremost, a, a stomach ache. Um, because it makes me physically ill. You know, it does. Sure. It makes me sick to think about... Um, the lies. They're applauding you getting the sick. The lies. Yeah, thank you. Uh, lies, 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 lies. And a lot of lies. Um, a lot of lies. And, 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 and one issue that I care deeply about, because I happen to be Latino-American, is immigration. And he could not have been more wrong. He's just wrong. He's about, wrong. Specifically. About the fact that immigrants are criminals. Right. Where, in fact, because there are such things as facts... Yes. Um, <laughs> in fact... Criminals are l oh, criminals. Sorry. See, Ooh, he's got you. That was he's got me. Yeah, right. um, immigrants are less. Immigrants, undocumented of or documented, course. are less likely to commit crimes. You know who drives perfectly? Latinos, because yeah. they don't want to fuck with the police. <laughs> Everybody else in LA drives like a maniac. I met a woman you in Arizona. You get behind a truck with a lawnmower. Never ever does anything wrong. It's true. That's stereotyping, though. Maybe, maybe so, but it's true. They, they, I they met a woman in perfect. Arizona who doesn't play her music because if she plays it too loud, and she's an American, documented, she's like, if they pull me over, I will go crazy, and they will shoot me. Well, I don't play my music. Then we're saying the same thing. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> That's yeah. That's what I just said. Yes, exactly. The stereotyping. Yeah, but he was wrong about criminals, and he was yeah. wrong about about the economy. I mean... But, okay, so yeah. here's the thing. Uh, Donald Trump is is getting zero percent... <laughs> 
of the black vote, mm -hmm. which is really hard to do. Mm -hmm. To get zero, <laughs> to get 100% of people to Well, that's what happens anything. when you don't right. disavow the Ku Klux Klan. Yeah. Right, okay. Yeah. But, <laughs> but he's getting, I think in Pennsylvania and Ohio, he's getting 0%, and he's nearing that nationally. But not so with the Hispanic vote. I would think they would hate him even more. Who are these Hispanic people who are for Trump? Well, here's the thing, I think, is that Latino Americans are Americans, which people don't want to believe. But we are Americans. Your name is American. And we, my name, and I have a pin. Yeah, in case we forgot Just your in name. in case you forgot. <laughs> Latino Americans are Americans, and, and they care about the same things that all Americans care about. So, of course, there's going to be a portion of the Latino American population that is angry and sees in Donald Trump a, a, a channel for that anger. Right. And, 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 but, but by no means is there even close to equanimity or a majority of Latinos who are out there for Trump. What no, we've no, seen no, in the that. nation and I'm what just, we've well, seen... I'm, it's just odd to me that there's any... And the good news, the good, it's on to me too. Yeah. Oh, it's mind boggling. Right. But the good news is that in California, we've seen record registration among Latinos in this, oh, in, okay. state, yeah. in, the, in this state. So, and, so I, I see that the. Uh, and for the Democrats, not for the Republicans. Yes. I see that the never Bernie people are showing up in, in Philadelphia next week. And mm -hmm. I, I'm wondering what your message is. You mean never Hillary? Never Bernie? No, I'm sorry. Did I say never Bernie? Yeah. I mean Bernie yeah. or bust. Bernie or bust. Bernie yeah, or bust yeah, yeah. people are showing up. Yeah. <laughs> Bernie or Buzz people, right, thank yeah. you, are showing up in Philadelphia. What, what is your message to the Bernie folks who, who I, can't seem to get on board with I Hillary? Think it's, you know, there's only two choices on the menu. That's what I say to them. Do yeah. you really want to eat poison vomit? Yeah. Or, <laughs> Look, I think that... I think that it's reckless, and I think that there's a political reality, and one of these two people is going to be the next president of the United States, most likely, right. and to sit around and not make a choice well, is yeah. to make a choice. You sure. are making a choice by right. sitting around and not getting on board and not only registering. I mean, I'm sure Bernie yeah. supporters are registered to vote, but it's not enough anymore for us to be registered and show up ourselves. We need to register our friends, our families, our communities. And and, you know, it's hilarious that every election, every presidential election, two months before the election, everybody's like, how do we turn out the minority vote? You're too little too late. Like, every year is an election year. And, and you can't just show up to communities that are under-resourced and under-educated about civics and that there's, there is an active campaign against voter rights in this and country. It's hard, right. It's hard to vote in America. It's before. hard to vote. I mean, we don't have it like a lot of countries do on the weekends, yeah. right? Yeah. But they, and you know who's making it harder? Of course we do. It's the Republicans. Republicans. Right. right. Because I mean, that's how they win yeah. elections. Right. They it cheat. They cheat. That's how they win. Jeez. And I, I, have, say, I have to give you yes. guys no. more credit than you apparently give your own people. You can vote. You can vote 30 days in advance in most states, and, well, and it no, is simple. But no, you can it's vote not simple. It's not simple. It's not simple. I'm the only one here that's been on the ballot. It's right? not simple if you're a single mother. It's had but, but, his name know, on the ballot. I can promise you. I'll tell you this. I will be glad to talk to any of your friends 
are your and, friends and, and, and explain and to them Virginia how it, easy it is. You guys are, are you you're also just doing glad, this rhetoric are you also, because it stirs no, no, up. No, 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 no. Are you Jack, also glad Jack, in Maricopa up? County if, uh, in Arizona, they, they they reduced after the Supreme Court ruling of gutting the the, the voting rights act. Oh, rights they took the dead yeah. people off they, the rolls. No, no, they reduced the number yeah. of polling places right. from 400 to 60. Yeah. That's why there were lines. That's why people in Ohio they reduce they early voting. In right. Ohio they they they, well, they well, don't you know, want them voting. I don't know why you, you guys can't give your people true. more credit. They can get to the polls. This is a what rhetorical do you mean? thing. Can I say something? And, and, and I want to say the rhetorical when we talk about lies. When we talk about lies, there's such a thing as voter fraud. There's voting rights acts in 17 states that preserve and protect the rights of the minorities. Absolute. Um, not just in 17 states, but in other counties and cities no. right. like Chicago okay, and parts really of New York City. I really want to speak to this because yeah. I think and that, it's, it's, that yeah. these are, this is the lie and the lack of nuance that confuses people mm -hmm. because it promotes the lie that Latinos and people of color don't show up because they're lazy and they don't care. That is a lie. Yeah. I'm not Latinos the one saying it. Don't show up because they have minimum wage jobs, right, that they have to take a day off to travel 20 miles to get to the nearest government office to that's get an ID that costs ballot. them money. I and, promise and, you, I've been on the ballot no, before. Listen, I've represented who, who, a rural what area. What does that have to do with this? Because I know how it works. I know how it works. Let's just not pretend. This is not pretend. Everywhere in the country, there's absentee ballots. There is. It is very simple. in America. Let's not pretend that Political apathy lie. in this it, it, country is high. That's and the too. reason yeah, that's the right. Brits ended up leaving Europe, the biggest own goal right. ever shot in the history of a developed country, is because people under 24 right. didn't show up. And like 34% of them bothered. They didn't right. care. Especially and in America, you want to see a bad election. outcome in this country? Yes. If, if, if people have, don't and give I, a damn. And, and, and that is easily an outcome we can see in November. Right, everybody's wanna, fired up tonight. And I want to say something to that. This is good. I want to say one thing to that. I promise I'm you, I'm going to get you to Georgia and show you how easy it is. I'm going to talk. It is right. not. This is really important. Wait, this I is a historic floor. election, right? Mm -hmm. We're either going to elect the first female president or the last president, period. <laughs> People need to be a part of this. Last People president. need to be a part of this. Well, Donald uh, Trump, I, it is, it is a non-trivial chance. There's a non-zero chance that he does something Let me ask this because we've been assuming that we are ready for the first female president. Are we really? Because I think we, we be. thought after Obama got elected, we thought, oh, you know, that's over. America's come around to a black president. We didn't realize that half the country was emailing each other cartoons with him with a watermelon in his hand. I am wondering whether America is still at this late date when 80 countries have elected a woman leader. Bill, can I just say that I just find that to be a really boring question. Yeah. Like, are we ready for a well, female president? Well, nice to have you president? on the show, too. <laughs> I agree. Well, I'm sorry, I agree. Your question, okay. your question isn't, well, ready, are we ready? Your we question... just don't care about sex anymore, okay? Well, right. no. Get over it. Let, let me show you a little video to maybe uh, load my case. Uh, Roger Ailes, we found out this week, stepping down from Fox News, He's sexual harassment. We are... We are the first show to obtain this video. It is... We found video of Roger Ailes doing what he did. Please show it. Uh, there he is with Megyn Kelly. Uh, there he is with Dana Lash of Fox News. And, and uh, I think we have something with uh, Gretchen Carlson. There he is. Okay, so...
excuse me. Sorry. But uh, it is a real question. And it... I think your question is not, are we ready for a female president? Is it will electing a female president, like, in sexism? Which, of course, the answer is no. I mean, did you see I mean, the like, convention, it... all the signs that called her a bitch? Right. And, 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 you know... Well, I didn't see any signs that called her a bitch. Then I you saw know. a few signs that what? said lock her up, but I didn't see any that well, got... Even that's oh, I, I saw I saw T-shirts and signs that said like that that had that used that word. Um, well, I that saw, wasn't like, Republican. You know, um, that's a good old entrepreneur out on the street. That's America. They're out there. It was there was a lot of ugliness out there. A then. lot of, a lot of ugliness. ugliness targeted, exactly. and there were people. I, and there know, were this people is buying a, it. this is just liberal rhetoric. Everything's broken. Then now you guys were the ones saying that Donald Trump's Trump speech is the one was who's dark. saying everything's broken. No, I mean, do, do you really think the Republican Party? I mean, just straight out, you think the Republican Party is printing T-shirts that says Hillary Clinton's no. a bitch. No. Well, that's what we were no, just implying. No, but people who belong there to the Republican right. Party are. That's you right. Republicans are buying them. I saw actual party. Republicans buying right. those T-shirts. It wasn't... You... I mean, the Republican, I mean, I, they're rep spending Republican money and voting Republican. You know, like, I, don't I know. love the I mean, First Amendment and their right to do that. Wait, you keep on dodging is, every question with, like, well, what, some kind what's of, your like... your question? You know, the question is, like, is there a strain of, of, of bigotry running through the Republican Party? And I think I'm going to tell you that having been on the floor at this convention I, and seeing people literally foaming at the mouth. Literally. Literally. literally people, foaming I had spittle on the back of my neck from the guy <laughs> behind me. That's from Giuliani, to be fair. From the guy behind me, <laughs> shouting, lock her up. The I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay, I, was, all right. I was in I'm Cleveland. Sorry. Where were you? Right. I just missed the whole thing. All right, I got three but, minutes left to put the panel. Right. Uh, Tim Kaine, uh, who is this guy? <laughs> Why did she pick him? What does he bring? Is it going to help or hurt? Uh, the dull candidate just got duller, in my opinion. Which is her brand. Um, He's a guy who's Fair. very pro-trade. He, she just slapped the Bernie Sanders uh, people in the face. He supports offshore drilling. He has, he has uh, supported repeal of the, the death tax. I mean, he is not from the exciting end of the liberal, <laughs> of the liberal community. Uh, Can I, just I wanted you people to have a what, good evening on the ticket. When I hear and, the words like dull and not exciting, I'm like, we're not electing prom king anymore. Right. We're Right. Running the government. So you didn't so, like Obama and, for the and, last seven years. Yeah, and by the way, on, that's how Hillary lost. By the way, Jack, <laughs> you can read her emails. All thirty thousand. Right. They're what all they erased. What I they, can't they see no, it. you. They're not erased. And what they reveal is a wonk who does the work of government. God forbid. Yes. She's Real working. Real boy. You know, yes, you're yeah. right. This. Boring is if, good if in government. Elected, if we elect she an exciting president, we deserve sold. it. Would you agree one of the great appeals of Donald Trump is that he's not bought and sold? I don't sold. think anything about what? Donald Trump what? has appeal at all. Well, yeah. that's, but that's okay. That's okay. That's okay. But you have to, you have to remember this. The First number of, all, of voters in the Republican primary was up 60%. In the Democrat primaries, it was down 20%. Now, do you think that had to People do... People find him appealing, yeah, whether have to do you do the, in Hollywood Did that have not. to do with it's his, like, to do with Hollywood. I'm not here as a celebrity. I'm here as a person who has a lot to lose in this election. Yeah. I think no one, no one should know how to buy and sell a presidency more than Donald Trump. His daughter, Ivanka, is on the stage uh, a couple hours afterwards. She's in her outfit. <laughs> it's online, and she says, here's how you can buy it through me. I'm going to make a few bucks on it. By the way, it's not made in America. Right. If you, that's not commercial. I don't know what is. I really right. don't. And this whole idea that, you know, Donald Trump 
doesn't have any corporate backing. He got $2 billion of free media. That's corporate backing. Well, that, that wasn't the choice of Donald Trump. That was the media well, that made that choice. Well, he plays the media, yes. Yeah. Yeah, but, but, I mean, he's done everything out okay. there. He is exciting, and I would disagree. Uber has changed transportation. In my opinion, you need Uber in politics to change the Washington, D.C. Okay. establishment. Yeah. You've got to have the introduction. You've got to have the introduction of noon and I think the hash brownie. I don't know what he's saying. That's horrible. Wait, wait. Let me explain it. Uber is an economic disruptor. Right. Just like Facebook, economic disruptors. Sure. You need I mean, a disruptor in politics by your logic, to change the Hillary system. Hillary is the Uber oh. president because you can, you, know, you order her. She's bought and sold. <laughs> right. She's like, bought so, and sold. I mean, I don't understand okay. what you're saying. Like, also, all well, this yeah. stuff about. Let me explain it. No, I would love to, but yeah. we, we have to move on. And I, what were the name I, of the Goldman Sachs? <laughs> what was the reference? That was her tit. Okay. Thank you, panel. It's time for new rules, everybody. New rules. Experts, experts in optical illusions must tell me why when two women say the exact same words, some people see a gold woman in a white dress <laughs> and others see a black woman in a blue dress. <laughs> now that health officials in Hugo, Colorado have warned people that their water contains high levels of THC, they have to tell residents one thing. How the hell are we going to get the kids out of the pool? Girl, <laughs> just because Donald Trump mentioned gay people last night doesn't mean he really cares. In fact, I bet that until someone corrected him during rehearsal, he thought LGBTQ was pronounced... <laughs> Neural, now that Bill Cosby's eye disease is so bad he's reported to be completely blind, he has to look on the bright side. So is your wife. <laughs> I love the booing into applause. The, <laughs> Fuck you. Oh, you're right. Okay. <laughs> Neural, now that Japan is closing the last factory on Earth that makes VCRs, we could stop calling sex tapes sex tapes. <laughs> And millennials have to stop pretending that vinyl is the only way to listen to music and start pretending that VHS is the only way to watch a movie. Oh, the warmth, the depth, <laughs> the subtle grades of tone. I'm telling you, brah, you haven't seen Crocodile Dundee until you've seen it on VHS. <clears throat> and finally, new rule now that the Republican convention is finally over, those of you thoroughly disgusted by what you witnessed have to look on the bright side. Win or lose, Donald Trump will probably be the last 50s guy to run for president. And frankly, that is something to be thankful for. Because... Because 50s guys, you know, guys like Trump who actually say, I'm a 50s guy, we know what they mean. I think that putting a wife to work is a very dangerous thing. Mm. When I come home and dinner's not ready, I go through the roof. Yeah. <laughs> the 50s guy. He likes steak, he keeps a bottle of scotch in his desk, and he thinks an educated woman should be locked up. I don't. He does. <laughs> it's not a really 
great crowd. Okay. <laughs> you know, Bill Critton really nailed it when he said, if you thought something good came out of the 60s, you're probably a Democrat, and if you thought the 60s were bad, you're probably a Republican. And it's insights like that that are going to make him a great first lady. <laughs> but that tension between 50s and 60s people is what still drives our politics today. It's true. You either think the 50s were great or the 60s were great. Or you weren't even born yet and you think, screw all you old farts, I'm voting for someone young like Bernie Sanders. <laughs> Now, to 60s people like me, the 50s are kind of like America's high school yearbook picture. With each passing year, they just get more and more embarrassing. <laughs> but not to Donald Trump. He was born exactly nine months after the end of World War II. He could have been conceived on this day, when America was on top of the world and the young Trump family was, by all accounts, very happy. <laughs> When Trump was a kid, Eisenhower was always president. Dinner made by mom was always on the table. And the closest thing to an ethnic guy was Fonzie. <laughs> People are a product of the time they grow up in. It's why Trump still wears a pompadour. <laughs> Albeit one that's lost the will to live. <laughs> If you're a 50s guy, even when you try to join the modern world, it's useless. Oh, look at my African-American over here. <laughs> oh, look at him. <laughs> Not that they really want to, because for Trump and his fans, what was so great about the 50s was that white men didn't have to really try. He complains about rigged systems, but the 50s was the ultimate rigged system. For example, basketball teams looked like this. <laughs> Trump was 10 when Elvis burst on the scene, and while other people had made music like that before, only Elvis had the insight to do it while being white. <laughs> in the 50s, everybody knew their place and stayed in their lane. Lesbians were called roommates. <laughs> and gay men were called priests. On a resume, a man could list sexual harassment under special skills. <laughs> a tank of gas cost a nickel. <laughs> and on a starry night, you could drive up to make out point in your big gas-guzzling American car and get a handjob. <laughs> From a girl! <laughs> and nobody ever asked you to check your privilege. You didn't have to check. It was there, all right. So when Republicans talk about restoring America, making it great again, taking their country back, this is where they want to take it back to, 1959, when life was still in black and white, before the 60s came along and ruined everything with color. Trump never fully adapted to color. That's why he's orange. <laughs> like the first color TVs, his tint knob is a little off. 
and he and all the 50s guys like him hold a deep resentment for those troublemakers and outside agitators who came along in the 60s and messed everything up by pointing out that the 50s weren't that great if you were black or gay or a woman, which is why little Richard was always screaming. <laughs> all right, that's our show. I'll be at the Ovens in Charlotte August 19th and arriving in Nashville August 20th. Remember, we got our Democratic National Convention show starting next Wednesday. I want to thank Ian Bremer, Anna Marie Cox, Jack Kingston, America Ferrara, and Lieutenant General Michael G. Flynn. Thank you, folks. Catch all new episodes of Real Time with Bill Maher every Friday night at 10, or watch him anytime on HBO On Demand. For more information, log on to HBO.com.